This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your Times briefing for Sunday the 16th of April. The government's cancelled plans to build new smart motorways because of safety and cost concerns. The roads often don't have a hard shoulder and there have been fatal accidents involving vehicles forced to stop in live lanes. The Transport Secretary Mark Harper's recognised drivers don't have confidence in them. Nicholas Hellens, the Sunday Times Transport editor, and told us that's a remarkable admission. They've been adamant they've tried everything in the past three or four years to try and rescue this whole scheme, including pumping a lot of extra money in. Last year, they decided to put an extra £900 million to boost safety. So it's a big and expensive decision to reverse this. Existing stretches of motorway will remain, but they'll be subjected to a safety refit, so there are more emergency stopping places. At least 56 people have been killed in Sudan and hundreds more injured in a power struggle between the army and a paramilitary group. The rival forces have been fighting for the presidential palace, state TV and army headquarters, and there's been gunfire and explosions. Civilians and UN staff are among the dead. Dr Suleiman Baldo is a conflict resolution expert and told Times Radio they'll fight till the finish. The fighting, I don't expect it to stop any time soon. So Sudan is, is heading into a very destabilizing period and we hope that, uh, that you know, some, some uh, mediation or some international pressures could bring this uh, to a rapid end rather than allowing it to take full-fledged uh, descent into civil war. 118 people were arrested during yesterday's Grand National after animal rights activists tried to reach the track. About a dozen were successful, with some attaching themselves to jumps and fences, while others seemed to evade security by dressing smartly like spectators. The start of the race was delayed by 14 minutes. Orla Cochlands, a spokesperson for Animal Rising, the group behind the protests. It's every other day a horse dies. We've had 59 horses die at Aintree since the 2000s. We've had 50 horses died this year in horse racing. I heard that, you know, the fences were painted a different colour. They were painted white instead of orange. And still three horses died. And still horses are being whipped to the finish line. So I think it's just completely unacceptable. Three horses died during this year's festival. A former Indian politician convicted of kidnapping has been shot dead live on TV alongside his brother. Atik and Ashraf Ahmed were talking to reporters while being escorted for a medical checkup in handcuffs. Police say the gunmen were posing as journalists. Three men quickly surrendered and were taken into custody. And one of the leaders of the British Medical Association suggested junior doctors could coordinate strikes with other unions to maximise disruption and increase leverage. It comes as the Royal College of Nursing has called a two-day strike at the end of this month after rejecting the government's pay deal. Its leader, Pat Cullins, previously said they would consider coordinated action but hasn't planned to do so just yet. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 